Hey, it's Bradley. Welcome, nut jobs, freaks, psychos, control freaks, OCD, normal people. Um, you know, whether you're here illegally or legally, welcome. Welcome to Bradley's chat. I'm Bradley, and I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, or whatever it is they call it to make you not feel, you know, distressed or sad. Um, I'm sorry if if you if you really love turkeys because I fucking ate one. I did. I ate that motherfucker. I ate the white meat. I ate the dark meat. I fucking ate that motherfucker. I ate it with noodles. I ate it with green bean casserole. I ate it with broccoli cheese casserole. I ate it. Yes, I did. Um, and I have no regrets. I have no regrets because let me tell you. That was a tasty motherfucker. Mmm. Damn, it was good. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Thanksgiving has nothing to do with Native Americans or Indians. has nothing to do with politics. has nothing to do. It's just, you know, you get together with family and friends, you eat a fucking turkey, you know? That's all it is. That's all it is. The only people that should be pissed off are, like, pita and vegetarians, and I don't really care if they're pissed off. You know what I mean? Because uh, that's the only stance... That I will make, and I and I'm friends with, and no vegetarians. But you know what? They know me. They know me. You know, I will not stop them from eating a cheeseburger. And I have an open invitation to all of my buddies, which is only two that are vegetarians. And anytime they want to come to the dark side, I will buy their steak for them. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Um, meat is delicious. Meat is great. Um. You know, people bitch about like, oh, those cigarettes are going to kill you. The alcohol is going to kill you. You know, this is going to kill you. That's going to kill you. I mean, fuck, man. That uh, shit that we make stuff in the States with, that that uh, particle board shit. Well, they don't sell that shit in Europe because it causes cancer. You know, it's cancerous. All this fucking, you know, you look at like. 10 million pieces of corn, they're all exactly the same size and look exactly the same due to chemicals and shit. You think that's healthy for you? You think sugar's healthy for you? You think walking around like and uh, being out of shape, you think that's healthy for you? I'm out of shape. It's not healthy. But I mean, there's lots of things that are more, that are fucking killing you quicker than like having a cigarette, which is delicious, or eating a cheeseburger, which is also delicious, Okay. Something's going to kill you. Just pick your fucking poison. No one lives forever. No one wants to, okay? Um, you know, by the time I get to about 125 and be like, you know, that's it. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I mean, uh, I just learned about emos, you know, depressed heavy metal music listening to people that scream and yell and dance in circles. I mean, what the fuck, people? What the fuck? Um. Yeah, so today there's no episode, there's no plan for this episode, this is just me being me. Um, I'm making great progress on the Empire, like I always say I do, but I really am. I mean, I put them on movement trays, and I got them all there ready to be based, and I've got the last uh, few guys ready to paint, and I know what my army's going to be, and uh, it's probably going to suck. You know what? It's okay, because all the great players say you can take a shitty army, and you just play it enough, you'll get good with it eventually, you know what I mean, and... You know, it's what it is. I honestly do not believe the Ninth Age is like, is unbalanced, okay? 
I think it's really balanced. Other games say they're balanced when they're not, but the ninth age is pretty fucking balanced. Um, and the rules are not that difficult, dudes. People keep calling this game complicated. Like, I don't get it. It's not complicated, okay? It's not calculus. I can barely spell calculus. I never took calculus in school, but I'm assuming it's more complex than, you know, the ninth age, okay? I mean, you got to keep an eye out for angles. You got to have be a pretty good judge of measuring distance. You got to kind of know what the enemy is going to be using and shit. Yeah. I mean, it takes time, you know, because when you're going out brand new like me, like there might be a block of some shit. And I don't know what that shit is. And when it hits me, I'm going to be, oh, shit. Why well, shouldn't let it hit? I should have done this first and said, well, that's how you learn, right? That's how you learn people. You learn by getting your ass kicked a lot of ways, right? You learn by getting your ass kicked. Um, I'm not one of these people that studies before a tournament. Or trains up for a tournament or like that. I just play casually and go to tournaments for fun, right? Um, if I do good, I do great. If it, great. If I do shitty, great. You know what I mean? It's how I roll. Um, without fear. You know what I mean? Who cares? So if someone's going to look at my army and say, Oh, I can't believe you brought that. I'm going to tell them to go fuck themselves, dude. Seriously. Seriously. Go fuck yourself. Like, if... If you, I don't like elitist people, you know what I mean? So just keep your comments and shit yourself about my army. Just let's play. Let's have a good time. Let's roll dice, you know what I mean? And and that's that's that. I mean, nothing else needs to be said or gone into or anything like that, you know? Um, I'm not the greatest painter, but I like I love the way I paint, though. I got to admit, I love the way I paint, man. I can't paint cartoony. I can't paint eyeballs, but I like the way my shit looks. I do. You know, that's not, that's not saying I don't. I don't care about stuff that looks better than my stuff. No, I appreciate good painting, but honestly, I like my stuff the best. Why? Because I, I put the fucking time in to buy the paint, to buy the brushes, to fucking, you know, take time away from other things. Actually, physically sit there in a monotonous fashion and grind through fucking hundreds of models to get the fucking paint on them. You know what I mean? I did it. I don't just do three colors. I mean, sometimes I might use like six or seven colors only, but, you know, fuck. If you painted your army, if you took the time to paint your army, I don't care how it looks to me or someone else. You should be damn proud of that army. You should like that army. That should be your favorite fucking army, right? Should be your favorite army. Um, Yeah. No one remembers who won best painted. You know what I mean? You go to a tournament, no one fucking remembers two weeks later who won Best Painted unless someone else was. I'm not, the only people that care are the people that also were going for Best Painted, right? Outside the people that are, like, trying to win Best Painted, no one remembers, no one cares, no one gives a shit. You know, people remember who won the fucking tournament, right? They don't remember who came in second. Well, maybe they might sometimes. They don't remember who comes in third. You know, they don't even remember who comes in last. They remember... Who won? Who came in first, right? So from a purely like, if you're narcissistic and you want to be remembered, you know, and you want to, you want to fucking see your name in the lights and you want to like be, you know, live out your dream of glory, you have to win the fucking tournaments, okay? You got to win them. You got to win them. No one remembers who, who came in second, third, whatever. Um, you know, um, that's it. No one remembers. Like, I know Craig won the English championship, right? I don't know who came in second. I don't know who came in last. I don't know who won best painted. I read it all, but I don't remember. I just remember who got first place, right? That's all I remember. That's all I know. 
So let that be a lesson for you. It's one of those, you know, uncomfortable truths that we push to the back of our heads, right? Like, I got third out of 100 people. No one gives a shit. No one's going to remember. You know, people care about who won, right? Um, and it's good to know how well you did, right? Like, when I, I got 6 out of 12 one time, and I thought, damn, that was amazing. So it was a really tough 12 people. I mean, I got second one time. I got third one time. I got last place several times. I got, you know, 19th out of 30 a couple times. I mean, I've been all up and down the place. Uh, I have never won anything, you know. But I've had a good time going and played, right? That's what it is to me, you know, going, showing up, putting the effort in to make the Army and showing up having a good time, right? That's what it should be about, right? I mean, there's no reason for anybody to be flipping tables, um, stalling for time, um, cheating with dice, trying to pull fast ones. I mean, this, we're pushing fucking toy soldiers around on a fucking table, okay? All right? If you have to, like, be a bad sport, or if you're going to get a fucking attitude because your imaginary dudes just rolled like shit or someone just stomped your imaginary dudes, I mean, grow up and get over it. Grow up grow up. I mean, if you're getting pissed off over a game, you need to fucking grow up. That's 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 fucking truth, man. Someone's got to be there. I'm Bradley. I, I will be there to give you the fucking hard truth you need to hear, right? Um, if you're getting your ass kicked constantly, it's not because you roll like shit. It's because you're playing like shit and you need to find out what you're doing wrong and fix it. That's what you need to do. You don't need to blame other people. You don't need to blame the army books. You don't need to blame... The Ninth Age Project and their army books? No. You don't need to blame the rules. You're fucking doing something wrong that's leading you to get your ass kicked. And you need to fucking do a fucking self-evaluation and figure out what that shit is and fix that shit. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. Um, yeah, all, I was reading the Demon Legions book and at first I was like, how in the fuck? Is the Empire going to beat the fucking Demon Legions? I mean, they got all this amazing shit. But that's just first glance, right? You know, I'm sure if I played Demon Legions ten times in a row, they're not going to be fucking scary after the tenth game. The tenth game, be like, oh, fuck Demon Legions? Okay, let's bring them on. That's how these games go, man. You know what I mean? It's how This is how wargaming is. Um, that's part of the excitement of it is the oh shit factor. Oh, shit, that's not the matchup I wanted. Oh, shit, this is going to be a tough one. Oh, shit. I mean, let's face it, in Wargaming, because dice are so swinging, even the fucking easy matchups are fucking gut-wrenching, okay? Even the easy matchups can be tough, all right? You're not going to be guaranteed to steamroll anybody. Um, you can maximize every character to the hilt, you know? Giving them the optimum, you know, uh, offense, strength, AP, weapons, armor combination you can any you know, other motherfucker can get sniped off the board you can make the perfect wizard you know and they can blow themselves up you can fucking uh have an artificer next to a war machine you know what the war machine's gonna fucking you know still gonna misfire sometimes i mean it's a fucking game and that's what makes it fun right um you know it is kind of i follow like um, war game sports and war game personalities a lot more than I follow like the NFL, the NBA, Major League Soccer, that shit, you know. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I... But still, it's just a game, right? It's just a game. Like, um, I don't know. Just a game. And, you know, you're away from the stress of everyday life. You're away. You have, like, mental freedom for a little while, away from all your troubles. And you've got your army that you spent this time building, putting together, and painting. And, and you're playing against people you've never met before. And you're seeing different types of paint styles, and you're seeing different types of armyless construction, and you're rolling dice. And I mean, think about it. Does it matter if you win or lose? No. I mean, everybody wants to win, dude. Everybody goes to that tournament thinking, it could be me. It could be me. But you know what? Chances are it's not going to be you. Um, if it is you, though, awesome. But generally speaking, it. There's some gifted people out there that are just naturally good, right? Really good. And they're going to win or they're going to do well no matter what they do. But for the vast majority of people, it's just it's just the same old story, man. You got to just uh, – you got to fight your way up, man. You got to take your ass beatings. You got you to gotta look at every game like a learning experience. Um, you got to try your best to win them. Even when you're losing, you know, turn into a different game. I mean, you know you're losing – Fight your ass off, man. Just try to even pay attention even more. Like try to work on things in the game. Make sure like the make sure you're playing better in your last round than you did your first round. You know, it doesn't matter if you lose. Just always try to get better if that's what you want to do. Um, if that's not important to you, then just show up and have a good time, man. Take a crazy list. Um, take what's fun to you, right? Take what's fun for you. Um I mean, I read these army lists, and I mean, I've never seen anything that that's like mind blowing. Like, oh my god, that is so smart! Wow, that's incredible. No, I never see that shit. I think, wow, that's a pretty interesting build, or wow, that looks like a pretty badass tough unit. But I've never seen an army list. I mean, usually, I'm an asshole, so I'll look at a list and go, "Why the fuck are they taking crossbow?" You know, it's fucking stupid. They're gonna die after like two turns. Why bother with those motherfuckers? Or why are you taking? That fucking giant monster. Why are you taking all monsters? Like, how come you've only got three scoring units? You know, it's like, that's what I do. But it's all fun. It's all fun. Because, you know, I got no idea who the fuck is going to win anything. Um, like, I'm getting ready to play uh, Ryan. Um, and next week or so, my army's done. I'll be playing this kid named Ryan. And uh, he's my age. And he just works as a post office, but he spends his whole days thinking of ways to, like, destroy people in, in, in tabletop wargaming, right? And he's not going to take it easy on me, you know? Sometimes when you play your first game, um, it used to be a thing when I was younger where, like, you never let, you never, you do whatever you have to do to lose when you're playing someone who's never played before. Because you want them to win, you want them to keep playing, right? No, no. That's not Ryan. Ryan is going to want to stomp my balls into powder he's gonna to want to crush me without mercy but we're, he's gonna he's a great guy man it's worth a laugh and have a good time doing it but yeah so um i'm excited to play him hopefully i get to play him a lot hopefully i get to play some of the other guys around here um this is gonna be good why i want to get as much exposure to different armies as i can i want to um get used to the swinginess of the game i want to get used to uh you know, moving troops around, all that kind of stuff. Um, per the game mechanics, that is ninth age. I want to uh, do some experimentation, 
with um, different builds and stuff. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm really surprised at how much fun I'm having um, actually painting my army. You know what I mean? Like, I'm putting together a steam tank right now, and it's pure hell. Like, I fucking hate putting shit together. I had to put the handgunners together. I got to put my fucking cannon together. I hate plastic. I hate resin. I hate fucking 3D printed shit. I like fucking metal that's already put together. I like one piece castings, preferably. I like I like Spencer Smith miniatures because I love the fact that the um, that the horse and rider are one piece, right? They're one piece. I like that. I like it. Um, if I have to paint plastic, I like EM4 miniatures. You know why? They're cheap, you know? And number two, they look good. And number three, it doesn't bother me to file or, you know, to cut flash off figures. That doesn't bother me. Gluing fucking heads on figures bothers me. Gluing arms on figures bothers me. Gluing weapons on figures bothers me. Oh, but Brad, you can get such variety. You can make really cool stuff. Yeah, fuck that. I don't want really cool stuff. I want fucking easy shit. You know what I mean? Um, my paint style, right? I'm working on getting better, but, um, you know, I prime black. I just blab paint on everything. It looks good. The colors I want. Then I fucking dip the shit out of it. And sometimes I highlight before I dip. Then I dip it. And, and I'm done. I'm done. Um, dudes look cool. What can I say? They look cool. The dip is magic. I use a polyurethane varnish. I don't use Army Painter. I mean, I just bought this fucking like $6 can of fucking dark walnut varnish. And that's what I use, you know. Um. And it works great. It works great for my American Civil War stuff. It works great for my ancient stuff. It works great for my... It works great for everything. Um, I haven't done it on the uh, 10 millimeter guys. Because I think that they probably just look like blobs of dark walnut. Um, so don't use it on those guys. But everything else, I do. I do. I don't care. I like it. The whole army looks uniform. It looks good. Um, that's what I like. Um I haven't even sprayed fucking a matte varnish on these guys. I'm just leave them glossy, fuck it, and uh, see how they fight. You know, as I, I, they're toy soldiers to me. This is a toy. We're pushing toy soldiers. You know, I'm not going for realistic looks. I'm going for the toy soldier look. That's what I like. Um, that's my particular style that I like. Um, if you don't like that style, um, that's probably fine. Um, but I'm not going to paint my miniatures to just to impress you. I don't expect you to paint your army to impress me, right? You do your thing, let me do my thing. Um, some people get offended by that, but really, how is that? How could that possibly be offensive, right? It's like, it's like so many things in life now are so offensive to people. Like, either agree with me or you offend me. I mean, what the fuck did this whole thing come from? Like, what the f what? Is it something in the food? Is something in the fucking coffee at Starbucks or something? I mean, what the fuck gives someone the right to fucking be offended? Just because you are doing something your own way. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Um, you know, AOS looks like a fun game. I just don't have time or the resources. I don't want to put that Games Workshop models together. I don't want to pay Games, for, games Workshop prices. That's why I'm not doing it. 40K looks fun. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to put dudes together. I don't want to pay Games Workshop prices. I don't want to fucking... I mean, I did that when I was a kid, right? I'm over that shit. I'm done with it. But you know what? 
I'm not offended by people that want to play it. I'm hoping they're having a good time. I enjoy seeing people have good times doing what they want to do. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, fuck. Um, I'm going to have to, though, uh, spend time putting shit together because uh, unless I have an idea. Let me just tell you my idea. So why couldn't I use the Han Ch- Old Glory's Han Chinese range of miniatures for fucking Dark Elves, Dread Elves? I mean, they have chariots. They got everything. I don't. They don't have the Dark One Riders, but I could get those from like Battle Zone uh, miniatures. But I mean, they have the crossbowmen. They got spearmen. They got chariots. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, those helmets cover the ears anyway, right? So I mean, who the fuck's gonna be able to tell, right? I mean, it's a miniature, right? Couldn't I use Han Chinese for fucking elves? I'm assuming I can. Um, so that's probably what I'm gonna do. Is uh, use them for elves. I bought a bunch of those Oathmark miniatures, and they're great miniatures. But dude, again, like, it just comes a point in a man's life where he's just tired of gluing shit together, right? Just tired of it. Um, my favorite miniatures in the world are one seventy second scale miniatures, the little plastic, like Airfix plastic guys. I love them because you know what. I read all these articles. Well, you got to paint, paint them with Elmer's glue or the paint chips off. Or you got to fucking do this. You got to do that. You got to wash them. You got to do this. You got to do that. I've never washed a miniature with soap and water in my entire life. Never have. I've never painted a miniature with fucking glue. Never have. I have always taken my miniatures straight out of the box, um, cut them off the sprue or file them down or what have you if they're metal. And then I fucking prime them. And then I painted them, and then I either uh, gloss varnished them or I dipped them, and guess what? Never had a fucking problem with anything except one time. One time I bought a, uh, I bought a fucking giant from Old Glory. I bought a giant from Old Glory and it, had, it was part resin, you know what I mean, I think? And I didn't wash it, and like literally the paint just kept running off. Like I'd paint something, and it was like, just like disappear it would like it would literally it would like fucking i would paint something and a big gaping hole would appear it looked like no paint even touched it was spread out no matter how many layers of paint i put over it just kept spreading apart and i think that was because i had to wash it but i think it's also because it was that resin shit and i don't like resin at all um yeah i've taken um what's that company reaper right really good i met those people reaper people at uh a convention, talk to them, chat with them. They're super nice people. I like them. Because I'm a people person, right? Like, I want to meet them. Like, if uh, a game designer is an asshole, I won't play their game, right? If, um, I don't expect them to kiss my ass. Be friendly. Have a personality, right? If you're just there 100% for business standpoint and you have no love of miniature gaming, you have no love of anything, you're just there only, this is your way to make a profit, then I'm not really going to support you. You know what I mean? I like, I like companies that are run by gamers for gamers, you know, I like, I like miniature companies that actually play miniatures, you know, that have a part of the history. Um, that's like, I mean, I like Warlord game stuff. I'll buy Warlord game rule books, like Black Powder is a good rule set. Hail Caesar is a good rule set. I like, um, if I ever play another uh, um, space game, it's probably going to be the Gates of Antares, right? I've looked at it, it looks kind of cool. Um, I will buy... I'll play bolt action. Um, 
they have some metal figs. I mean, I I like their Romans. Their plastic Romans because they're cool. So I have a bunch of those. But generally speaking, I'm I'm really on the whole avoid um, putting anything together again type thing. Um, and that's one of the other reasons I chose Empire was A, um, you know, I, I don't know how to paint a demon. Um, number two, um, I could use Old Glory miniatures, which I have tons of them. And they're easy to paint. And they look good. And they've got good detail. And they've got depth. And they got they feel weighty in your hand. I like them. Um, seven Years War. I'm rounding that out. I now have 17 fucking regiments of uh, 20 models each of uh, 172nd uh, scale Austrians done. So I plan on getting it up to about uh, 24 regiments of infantry. And then I'm going to get about 12 regiments of cavalry. And then probably do like six to eight batteries of artillery and call that army finished. And then I'm going to do a Prussian army. I've got all the miniatures here. I'm ready to do it. Um, that's what I'm projects I'm working on. I painted a bunch of, over the weekend, I painted a bunch of uh, 10 millimeter Austrians for seven year war army to play uh, for king or empress rules. Really good rules for king or empress. Try those out. They're great. Um, kind of a quick play, fun game. Um, I got a bunch of boxes of hat Macedonians because I'm going to do a Macedonian army for hat miniatures and use them for, uh, you know, I went back and forth. I like Tony Bass ancient rules, but no one's going to play that. And it's, you know, I can play it solo if I want to, but I'm probably just going to base them and play them for, uh, black powder. I mean, uh, hail Caesar rather just use them for hail, use the hail Caesar rules for them. Um, the set the 172nd scale dudes. I'm gonna use I'm gonna play the war game, a scaled down version of the war game by Charles Grant. I'm gonna play charge with them. I'm gonna play honors of war with them, and I'm gonna play black powder with them. I'm gonna use them for everything. Um I'm using free rules from uh Jim Perky's uh Fife and Drum miniature website to run, and I've bought a bunch of his stuff too. I've been painting a American War of Independence. Um Continental Army up for that, and then I'll paint a British Army up to do it. Because I'm painting all that stuff, because my kid's going to love wargaming, right? I can already tell. My oldest kid's kind of not really into it. He's into chasing girls and video games and stuff. But uh, my youngest one, he has a big imagination like me. He likes to push around my, like, 54-millimeter Britons or uh, Argentine, uh, DS Argentine dudes. And uh, so I'm painting all these armies, and I'm – I'm trying to trying to make like matching armies and and I make sure I have the rule book and matching armies for him so that when he gets older and you know he can play with them with me and then when I die he can play with them pass them on to his kid um, to play with them too because that's the biggest thing man it's like I'm 50 and I've gone through like three or four phases in my life where I've had tons of armies and tons of shit and then I just sold it got rid of it and then I couple years later, decade later, I'll buy a whole bunch more, then I'll paint it, you know, play it, and then I'll fucking sell it and get rid of it. So I'm on like my third or fourth round of that. So this is gonna be the final one. So I'm making sure when I buy stuff that stuff I'm really gonna use, stuff I really like, and stuff I really want to play. Um I bought so many Spencer Smith miniatures and I've got one regiment of them done and I plan on painting up uh several more. I'm gonna end up having about 
Um, these are 48 figure regiments, right? So I plan on having about 12 regiments of infantry, um, eight regiments of cavalry total, and like four batteries of artillery total. Just, uh, you know, imaginations army, not really any real particular based on any historical country, but just imaginations armies just to use for different rules and for home, homemade rules and that kind of stuff. Just big figures. You know, you can move around, have fun playing with, play some Neil Thomas war games with them or play, uh, you know, the war game in grand scale, you know what I mean? Um, before I die with 48 figure regiments on like a nine by five table, you know, something like that. Um, that's the goal. Um, anyway, uh, that's that. Um, I'll be right back with some more thoughts. Hey, Bradley, I'm back. Have no fear. I'm not at the club going dun 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 No. And I'm not there, you know, singing karaoke. I'm not out there throwing down shots. I'm at home getting ready to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to go to church after I eat breakfast. And then I'm going to paint some. Then I'm going to play like action figures with my kid. Then I'm going to continue to teach him how to ride his bike, dude. We're going through this ride the bike thing. And it's something else. We're on like day four of it. He's almost there. He is almost there. I can feel it. He's going to be riding his bike in no time, and I'm excited about it. Dude, I bought this expensive bike for him, so I want him to have the best. And Because I grew up without the best, so I like to have my kids have really good stuff without being spoiled because I'm not afraid to whip that ass. Um, but anyway, uh, action figures... And we're going to play some Minecraft game called Bed Wars with his Power Ranger figures or something. He had some big, big thing planned. He's excited about it, so I'm excited to do it too. Plus, he's on my good side because he helped my wife uh, make some M&M cookies, you know, or biscuits for you UK dudes. By the way, I heard Popeyes opened up, and you guys are like, what the hell are they giving us chicken with biscuits for? That's not a biscuit. That's a scone. No, it's a buttermilk fucking biscuit, Okay. Get used to it. It's American food. We love them here. Love them. Love them. Um, you know, that's the difference between English people would probably be like, oh, that looks like a scone. I can't eat that one. You know, Scottish dude, just eat it and be like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know? So, I don't know. Um, phew, what else? So, let me tell you what my empire is. I just feel like ranting. I just feel like ranting. You know what I mean? I... It's like everywhere I turn, man, everywhere I turn, you turn on the news and it's all negative shit. This person said this, and this person's offended by this, and this person doesn't want to do this, and this person should go to jail, and this person, I mean, blah, blah, fucking blah. I think the world would be a better place if like every elected leader was fucking fired and we got all new people in, you know what I mean? Like empty out parliament, empty out the House of Representatives, Empty out everything and just start from scratch. Hell, just have a lottery because we can't do any worse. Um, but there we go. Um, so this empire, I mean, I figured it out. And this is what I'm taking. And you're going to call me crazy. I know, like, some of these builds look crazy to you. And that's okay because, like I said, 
I don't give a fuck. I'm going to uh, play this army and get good with it. And if I can get good with this army, when I get a real army, you guys are all going to be in fucking trouble. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Jesus, where did that come from? It's not COVID. I could care less about fucking COVID. I'm over COVID. Um, uh, you know, I would, I'm just over it. I just, if I hear any more about Omicron and Delta and all this other bullshit, I'm just going to lose my fucking mind. Yes, people are dying from it. Yes, it's serious. Yes, it's evil. Yes, 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 all the above. But on the other side of the coin is there's a lot of people making tons of fucking money off this thing. And, um, you know, I might be weird, but I'm fully convinced there's a cure for cancer. Just that people just don't want to fucking release it because they're making too much money off fucking treating people for it. That's just my take. Um, just like people are killing us with all these fucking chemicals in our food. You know, no one cares. Um, if you if you think you're buying organic, just read just read up what the definition of organic is. It's not really fucking organic, okay? I'll just throw that in there. Um, anyway, um, Marshall, 475 points. He's a general. He's on the Great Griffin. He's got the Ghostly Guard. He's Imperial Prince. So he's got a uh, armor save of 2+. plus. He's got four hit points, uh, defense five, res five. He's got four attacks, offense five, strength four, AP ten, agility six. Um, the Griffin has uh, four attacks, offense five, strength six, AP three, agility six. It's stomp attacks. So I have that guy. Then I've got my battle standard bear coming at 260 points. And um, he's got a shield. He's got paired weapons. He's got Hero's Heart on the paired weapons. He's got Basalt, basalt Infusion. Um, I know it's kind of weird, but I was kind of just trying to make him. I don't know. I don't know. I probably should have went. Instead of going hybrid, I should have went either make him really hitty or make him really defensive. But I don't give a shit. He's got a champion to defend him. So. Um, but he's got you know defense 5, res 4, armor 3. 5 attacks. Offense 6, Strength 5, AP 3, um, Agility 6. So that's that guy. Now I've got a Knight Commander who's not the General. He's got a horse, a shield. He's got the Witchfire Guard in case anybody tries to like snipe at him with magic shit. He's got uh, the Touch of Greatness, um, which gives him plus 1 Strength, plus 1 AP. He's got the Crown of Audacity to give him uh, Leadership 10. And he's got the Crystal Ball to... Uh, you know, fuck up some other enemy wizard. So this guy basically has a um, plus one armor, one plus armor. He's got a four attack, strength five, AP two, agility seven. Um, and that's what he's got. That witchfire guard is an Aegis four plus against magical attacks while using his shield. So I'm doing that one. Um, then I got my wizard. I just took an adept. On foot with uh, Cosmology, um, Light Armor with Alchemist Alloy, um, with the Magical Heirloom, um, and Lightning Rambrances, which is basically a, uh, it's a bound spell, 4-8. Um, um, it's a damage spell, it's a missile, it's a range of 24 inches, does 2d6 uh, hits with Strength 3, Armor Penetration 0, and Magical Attacks. 
So I figured if I'm going to have one low rank to add up, then I want to have like a lot of different spells. So they'll get the two spells. I'll have the hereditary spell, which gives them a level one spell from like divination, for example, um, or pyromancy or uh, the lash for alchemy. Um, and I'll have lightning favorites. And that's why I took that one. Um, don't really give a shit about wizards. I'm just going to try it out and see what works. Um, then I got 10 riders with repeater guns, heavy armor, musician and champion. Why in the God's name are you bringing a musician? Because I got a musician model, dude. That's the only reason. And I think he looks fucking cool. I like the way he's painted. I'm going to fucking use him. So that's that's that. Then I got five riders with a brace of pistols, heavy armor, and the champion who has a repeater pistol. Just gives him four shots. And I've got uh, fuck, eight Imperial Rangers with Scout and a Champion. Um, my core is going to be ten uh, Knights with Shields and Lances uh, with Standard Bear, Champion, and the Rending Banner. Then I've got nine Knights with Shield, um, Lance, uh, the Stalker, Standard, and the Champion. Then I've got uh, 39 Halberdiers. With the Rending Banner, Musician and Champion. Then I've got 18 Light Infantry with Handgun, Handgunner. They've got the Marksman's Pennant. They have Musician and Champion who has a repeater gun. And then I'm bringing a Steam Tank. And the Imperial Giant who is a big fan of Sunna. And that comes out to um, 4,499 points. So I've got a lot of speed. I've got two Night Buses. I've got... Machine gun riders. I've got smaller unit riders. I've got scouting rangers. I've got a fucking steam tank. Um, I'm going to bring a giant because he's a support unit also, so he can run with the heavy infantry. I've got the heavy infantry to hide. I have no idea where I'm putting my wizard at. No idea. Maybe I'll put him with the halberdiers. Maybe I'll just stick him with the rangers if they're in the back. I don't know what I'm doing with him yet. Um, maybe he'll be on his own. I just don't know. But anyway, that gives me uh, four scoring units. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's a lot. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy. I got a tank, a giant. I got um, four mounted units. I got uh, one, two, three foot units. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty fucking pretty fucking cool. Um, Forty-four ninety-nine. We got the uh, Marshall rocking. Uh, we got the Imperial Prince on the Griffin. You know what I mean? They say put him on a dragon, but it just takes away too much of my army. And I was looking at the points. I was spending one hundred eighty points on an artificer, and then two hundred forty-five points for a cannon. So it's what three four hundred twenty something points. And I thought, you know what? Fuck that. I got the steam tank. I'll just bring uh, machine gunners. I'll bring a giant instead. And I don't know. It kind of works. So once again. Um, Imperial Prince on Great Griffin, uh, Battle Standard Baron, a unit of 39 Halberdiers, a Knight Commander leading nine Knights, another unit of 10 Knights, a Wizard on his own, um, 18 Handgunners, 10 Riders of Peter Guns, five Riders of Braces of Pistols, eight Rangers, a Steam Tank, and Imperial Giant with the big fan of Sona. So, yeah. Um, so this way I just got to paint the steam tank I got going and paint a giant and I just got to dry brush over some extra night's head lying around and, uh, the army's going to be done. 
So I ordered some bases from Litco, so they should be here, and no problem. I'm losing the Imperial Guard, sure. I'm losing some other stuff. I used to have a real heavy infantry um, static army, but um, something just tells me. Just reading that demon book earlier, I was like, you know, I really need to fucking be more mobile and bring more firepower to the table somehow. So that's what I decided to do. Um, yeah, that's what I decided to do. Because we're going balls to the wall, baby. You know? Um, I'm American. I got mainly Scottish and a Finnish uh, background blood in me. So I guess I don't give a fuck. And i am got big balls. So I'm going to use them appropriately. Um, I always think I do good with like these massive, like plain historicals. I always think, oh, I'd be great with the Romans. Well, I suck with the Romans. I suck with big, slow, heavy infantry battle lines. I don't have any patience, right? I have attention deficit disorder. I'm fucking bipolar. So I need to fucking have a, an eclectic mix of shit. And that's what I do well with. Um, I think I do good with MSU. I think I could do good with MSU, but um, I don't know. I just not really into it. <sighs> Here's you going, fuckers. See how much work I put in for you guys? See how much I care about you guys and gals and non-binary. See how much I care. I'm a very caring person. Really, I am very sensitive too, and um, very loving. And uh, and uh, yeah, fuck whatever else. Um, don't get me wrong though. I like to drink, and I will beat someone's ass. So it's just throwing it out there. But anyway, I'm excited to play this game. I'm excited to get my ass kicked by Ryan in a week or so. And learn the game because there's nothing that substitutes learning, right? Than playing, right? Um, the podcast we're gonna go back to. We're gonna have a couple. Uh, we're gonna have a couple of uh, really cool guests on in the future. So no more ranting for a minute. We're gonna have the dude who is in charge of the lab for uh, the Dread Elves. Hopefully, if he gets a permission, he's gonna come on um, when that final book comes out. And we're going to go through the Dread Elves. I love the Dread Elves. I think they did an amazing job on the book. And I think all the dudes worked so hard on it. And I'm ready to just to like go through it with the main dude himself. And um, we'll get every question answered. And we'll, we'll hear why they chose to do some things. Why it has things. Why it doesn't have things. We'll get to the bottom of everything. I promise you we'll get to it. And, and you're going to be happy. And we're going to see a Dread Elf revolution, baby. Um, then... Um, also in the works, the, uh, Charlie, the guy who, who's very popular, he does, uh, all the Evershade gaming, um, Ninth Age videos. If you've ever watched any, if you watch Ninth, if you like Ninth Age battle reports on YouTube, check out Evershade gaming. The guy's been doing it for years and he's got a wonderful channel. His battle reports are very entertaining. Um, he does a really great job among, he does that among other things. We're going to interview him, get to know him. He's only actually like three hours, I think, north of me, so I'll be able to play with him sometimes. Um, he also, I think, runs the Michigan GT or has something to do with the Michigan GT, which is a big tournament in the Midwest, which is my region. So uh, we're going to be sure to have him on and, and get caught up to date. We're going to learn about the Michigan GT. And as well, he's an avid OgreCon player, so we're probably going to review the OgreCons too. So this is going to be – it's going to be a – Really big episode. So we got the Dread Elves, really huge episode. We got the Ogrecon, um review with 
um, Mr. Overcar himself coming up. That's really big. Um, there, I'm not going to give his name yet, but there's a tournament organizer who organizes one of the biggest tournaments in the country, and he's an avid player. He plays every week. He's a big-time organizer. He's a big advocate for the game. Um, he's a big name in the United States. We're going to meet him. Again, he's only a couple hours from me. Um, I'm propping up the Midwest, baby. I'm going to do what I can to prop up the Midwest. I mean, um, just prop up the United States in general, right? Like, I got nothing against the rest of the world. You guys are rocking. You guys are doing great. You guys are amazing. Um, you know, you listen to the Paired Weapons podcast. Those guys are hitting tournaments all the time, and, and, and they're bringing up names. They're doing interviews. And they're doing what they do, and they do a marvelous job in it. So I highly recommend them. And you got Henry P. Miller, who I don't know. He's from Belgium. I don't know he's from England. He's a man of mystery with his uh, uh, Swedish uh, Swedish co-host, the awesome Casimir, who got uh, 17th at the English World Championships, English Championships. Casimir with his dwarves. He's a very fine painter. He's an excellent person. Um, you got him propping up the European scene. You got uh, Mad Git Radio. With the men from Scotland, and the Scottish will kick your ass, and they don't take no shit, man. Um, so you get those guys up there holding it down in Scotland, uh, and they're prop up Scotland's. But you don't hear anybody talking about the United States, right? I want to get like, we got our own Ed Murdoch, right? We got our own Ed Murdoch, who's actually an ETC team member over here. We got a, uh, we got awesome players. We got big scenes in California. We got big scenes in. Texas. We got big scenes in the Midwest. We got big scenes in Virginia and the Mid Atlantic. Um, we get I'll throw Canada in the mix. We got as listen to Casanas talk. They got big scenes in uh, in Alberta and big scene and you know in Ontario. So um, you know, hopefully we'll find some people in Mexico too because I like to get them on as well. Um, get the South American take on on this game. Um, but yeah, the whole world's getting their props. So I just want to say, hey man. Give the U.S. its due, man. We get some really great players. Um, I'm curious. Like, the United Kingdom has, like, a Scottish ETC team, a Welsh ETC team, an English ETC team. Um, I don't know if there's an Ireland ETC team. I know there's an Irish ETC team. So, does the U.S. just have one ETC team? Because we're a fucking huge landmass, right? I mean, do we have one? I know Canada has one ETC team, so I guess we just have one ETC team. But um, if we have as many players as I think we do, I don't know why we don't have like a West Coast ETC team, a Southern ETC team, and then and a and an Eastern ETC team. I just don't understand. I don't know. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna talk to a couple of my guests about that. But we're gonna start bringing the United States uh, scene to the forum. We're gonna start meeting the players, meeting the organizers, hearing about the tournaments. We're gonna start reviewing the tournaments, going over lists. We're gonna we're gonna when as soon as the new season officially begins, because I don't think it's officially started yet. But as soon as the new season officially begins, and maybe it has, and I just don't know about it, but if it has, we'll jump on board. We're going to start um, every podcast. We're going to keep you up to date, I promise, with what's going on in the United States scene, okay? Um, we're going to push. We're going we're gonna to prop up the United States, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna expand the game here. We're going to get more players playing this game. We're going we're gonna to grow. Um, we're going to lead the ninth age into the 22nd century, baby. That's my, that's my call right now. That's what I'm saying. Um, don't feel threatened rest of the world. Just know that we're coming for you, baby. We're coming. The United States is coming. Um, but yeah, with that, I don't have really, any, uh, 
nothing's coming to mind that's really obnoxious or obscene. So um, that's probably a good sign that I need to get off of here and quit my bullshit. I'll probably just call this episode uh, Badass because that's what it probably is. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, like I said, happy Turkey Day. I'm glad the United Kingdom got a Popeyes that opened up in London. Um, haven't heard much from Australia lately, so I'm anxious to see what they're up to. Um, the Scottish guy has been quiet too. You always got to be nervous when the Scottish guys are quiet, right? You always got to be nervous. Um, the English championships were done, and the uh, Craig Johnson, the number one player in the United Kingdom in hell, for all I know, maybe the number one player in the world, he uh, he won that tournament. You know, he, he's one of the few guys that's like, he's favored to win tournaments, and then he goes in and wins them, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's great players in the United Kingdom. There were great players that showed up there. I mean, top talent worldwide. And, uh, you know, he held it down. He got it done. He had a really cool-looking army, too. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate that. Um, I probably have no hope of ever getting him on. I think he does his own uh, podcast, like Slam Slan Rat Radio or something. I haven't, I haven't heard it. I need to listen to it. But uh, I would love to get Craig Johnson on, dude. I would love to get Bobo on. I would love to get Henry P. Miller on, but he's got his own podcast. So probably not. Love to get Casimir. Love to get Matty P. But I mean, those guys are too busy, right? They don't have time to come on here. They're doing their own thing. So that's why I want to meet people. You know, I've met like Cassandras was awesome. Like you had to talk to him a long time before and in between takes and after the episode. I mean, what a great guy, man. Like Canada is a great country. They have great players up there. I mean, and what a great man for the Ninth Age Project. Like, I am so happy that he is working as hard as he does in the Ninth Age because he's very, I mean, just talking to him, like, before and after, he, he's he got his hands involved in so many things, and he volunteers so much of his time, you know? And yet he's humble about it, right? He, he downplays it, you know? He, but, no, the dude is really a rock star. He's a Ninth Age rock star. You know, I'm really happy that they have the caliber of people they do on the uh, executive board. I really do. Um, but, no, the Ninth Age Project is full steam ahead. It's great. I, I think everybody should donate to it. I mean, if we're playing their games and we're getting their books for free and they're not selling any miniatures, I mean, why not donate to them, right? Um, they talked about possibly, and don't hold me to this because they had mentioned that they don't know if it goes by their guidelines or not, but they were thinking in the future they might do a little bit of marketing or something. I don't know. Um, in a classy way, I'm sure. But uh, so they've got a donation button, right? Just send five bucks, right? Just send two pounds. Send, just send something, right? You know what I mean? Because they don't get a whole lot of donations, to be honest with you. For all the people that play, they really don't get a whole lot of donations. I also think that you should step up. If you got a tournament organizer in your area, Help them out if you can. Like, volunteer to help them set up or, you know, throw a couple bucks at them and help donate for prizes support or, you know, just help them. Let them know they're appreciated. You know what I mean? If if you're if you're new, if you're if you're if you're at a tournament and there's new people that have never been to the tournament before, they're there, be nice to them. You know what I mean? Don't rage at them. You know, watch your temper during a game. You know, be open, be helpful. You know, because the point is, you know, What's the fun of being the greatest player in the world? You know what I mean? You know, you're going to be a complete 100% asshole, and you're going for it. You don't give a fuck about anybody but yourself, and you want to be number one. Not everybody that wants to be number one is like that, but I'm just saying, you're that guy. You know, and you get pissed off if the dice don't go your way. You get pissed off if 
the movement trays aren't right. You get pissed off at every little thing. You got to just be the biggest pain in the ass to play against because we've all had to play against a person like that. Maybe you're that person. If you're that person, you need to fucking have a come to Jesus meeting with yourself and straighten the fuck up because I'm tired of playing against people like you, okay? So pull your head on your fucking ass. You know, get a prescription for some Xanax. Start smoking pot. Get laid more. Do what you got to do to come off your high horse and to not be an asshole to play against, okay? If you're that person, they're very rare, but they exist, and they really need some fucking therapy. Um, well, actually, they don't need therapy. I know what they need, but that's another story. Um, but, you know, be nice to those people, you know, because you want to grow the hobby. You know, you want to expand the hobby. Who, who wants to be the fucking best player out of a group of 50 people? Nobody. You know, I want to see thousands and thousands of people playing. I want to see thousands and thousands of people attending tournaments. I want to see, like, tournaments having waiting lists and people being fucking not be able to get in on a regular basis. Like, I want them to expand the tournaments. You know, I want to get more organized tournament-wise, like the United States. Like, who knows, like, all the tournaments that are going on here. We're going to find out, though. I'm going to track them down. There's a tournament in North Dakota. We're going to hear about it. There's a tournament in, like, Miami, Florida, you bet your ass. We're going to find out about it. I got spies everywhere. I got spies everywhere. I mean, if I wanted to start my own mafia, oh, no problem. could do it tomorrow, right? could do it tomorrow. But you know what? My moral compass doesn't go that way, right? I'm a family guy. I'm a God-fearing guy. I cuss. I drink. I smoke. But you know what? I'm not an asshole, right? I'm not out snatching old ladies' purses. I'm not bullying people. I'm not rude to people. Um... You know, I feel bad for people that are homeless and help them out sometimes. You know, I do what I can. Um, but uh, that being said, you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And look forward to Monday because we're going to be coming out with the Sylvaneth uh, Sylvan Elves uh, review number two, the improved version. And I'm going to finish my series up on how to play this fucking game. It's not complicated. It's not. It's easy. Um and then we're going to get the ball rolling. We're going to get with uh, Charlie, hopefully, sooner than later. Hopefully next week sometime we'll get with Charlie from Overshed Gaming. And we're talking about our overcons. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about the Michigan GT. We'll talk about the U.S. scene. And that'll be a really great episode. And then, like I said, down the pike, we got the Dark Elves. We're going to talk to Mr. Dread Elf himself. And uh, straight, from the, uh, straight from the lab's mouth um, there on that. And then we're going to get with... Uh, one of the local uh, TOs from my area, just over in Ohio, very well-known, very well-known player and organizer, very respected in the hobby, wonderful gentleman. We're going to get to know him. We're going to interview him. We're going to hear about his events. We're going to hear about upcoming events. We're going to hear about his take on, on things. Um, I think it's very important to get as many opinions as possible from as many different people. Um this is not an echo chamber, you know what I mean? I don't have any real opinions yet other than I want you to be nice when you play. Um, you know, I the only pet peeve I have is slow play, right? I ask you, Santa, because I've had, I mean, I don't know what it is about him, but I always get stuck playing the dude who wants to, like, castle up and just sit there the whole game and not move anything, right? Or, the, you know, where you get through, like, or the guy who you're lucky to get through three three out of six turns in like three or four hours. You're lucky to get through three turns of that type of person. I always get stuck. Like no matter what turn I go to, I always get stuck with that while playing that guy. You know what I mean? It's like, I just hate that. I mean, there's no reason for that, right? Just 
I mean, it's not that important. You know what I mean? If you got, if you can't think of, if you can't think of something to do in like 15 minutes and just move on, drop it. Let the other guy go, right? Go already. Don't just sit there and like drag the game on and on when there's no need for it, right? Cause you're ruining it. You're ruining the experience for everybody. I mean, so what? The game's not going your way. Don't ruin it for everybody else, right? I mean, come on. It's just sportsmanship 101, right? That's what we want to be. We want to have great sportsmanship we want to we want to i'm not the best painter we want we want to we want to play with painted stuff right we want to put effort into our stuff you know what i mean you your army can have a lot of effort put into it without being a great painter right um yeah you don't have to be a golden demon i mean i'm not a golden demon award winner i'm not a great painter but you know what my armies are my favorite like i said i love my armies i love the way i paint um you know, other people might not like the way I paint. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, you know what? You can not like the way I paint. And you know what? I'll still like the way you paint. If you paint really great. If you paint great, I'm going to love your painting. You know what? I love I love stuff that's, that's not considered painted well sometimes. I do. I just, I like, I like the variety. You know what I mean? I like the variety. I don't want to, I mean... Honestly, I don't want to see every army out there be museum quality, okay? I want to see the mix. I want to see beginner's armies. I enjoy seeing them. I want to see that crazy shit you see. I mean, I want to see it. I just do. Um, that's just me. But anyway, um, I didn't drink anything today alcoholic. Can you believe that? Not one drop of liquor has touched my liver today. And my liver's like, Brad, are you there, Brad? Are you there? Don't worry. After church tomorrow, we'll hit the bottle pretty solid. Um, but anyway, um, love you guys and gals and binaries and non-binaries and emos and uh, fuck, even vegetarians, you're okay. Just, you know, my offer stands though. If you're a vegetarian and you want to come back and eat meat again, I will buy your first steak for you. Let me do that for you. Anyway, with that, we got to go because we're running out of time. But it's been a blast. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll see you next week.